it's me, Zenobia Darling. You're listening to Hashtag Rockstar Life, the Coffee Break Podcast. Let's go. my cold brew at all right and we're live it's me zenobia darling i'm here on location with pear ann one of my good friends back again what's your name it's gonna be noah why not let's be it's with noah our ghost hunting friends yeah (laughs) so i'm here it is november this will come out in december so how are you guys well uh I learned uh, some things about our buddy Zach. I didn't know he uh, could write. Oh yeah, I gave you some homework. He, yes, you told me that he has a mm. book. So yes, which I I bought back in the day when it came out, like ten years ago. But also, so I gave you some homework also to let's talk about Bob Mackey's. So I'm yes. titling this episode "Zach Goes to Bob Mackey's." There's two episodes, and it is a major thing in like the ghost adventures mythology. You get to see Zach deal with demons and that's always When don't you see Zach dealing with demons? Pretty much. It's like when he wakes up in the morning. It is it is very true. This coffee maker's haunted. Mm -hmm. Oh demons. Oh (laughs) Okay, so before we get into this, how has your Halloween season been? It was more chill than it's supposed to be, just because, you know, yeah. whatever is wrong with 2023 is, like, highly contagious. This and, is true. Yeah. You know, COVID? No, not the even. The COVID, as my grandmother says. <laughs> <laughs> the vid. The COVID. <laughs> no, it's just, like, just, it's just been crappy. I don't know. It's yeah. just been, like, a black cloud kind of year, so. It has been. It a has lot been. of deaths in the family. Yeah. yeah. A lot of anomalous I mean, this badness. ties in with Halloween, mm-hmm. with it being so morbid and whatnot, but, you know, it's not well, exactly not, spooky yeah, season fun it's time. It's fun morbid. It's, yeah. But it's been a beautiful fall, I have to say. I am so been. proud of Marilyn for yes. actually having fall. I like, would say she took her bipolar meds. We did it, yes. <laughs> like, stay medicated, Marilyn. It's yes. working. Oh, my and God. And the leaves we, are gorgeous. We need a billboard that just says, stay medicated, Marilyn, on yes. Route 40. Yes. Well, <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> Medicated without the drug, illegal fentanyl. Yeah, <laughs> stay legally medicated, Marilyn. Yeah. So we recently just when we did a um, Ouija board class together. Oh, I went to yeah. it and we had a seance afterwards at Haven. Yeah, and you know, How like was that? that was not planned to turn into what it turned into. Yeah. I kept saying all but- day. That it was going to be a seance. But it was so good. And everyone who went, there are six people signed up. And mm-hmm. everyone who went, like, they all were asking, when's the next one going to be? When can we? And then they had new ideas. They were asking for other things that we could do. Yeah. So it, it's okay. You know, put my little, like, ego aside. I wanted it to be more of a serious class and not using the boards. Yeah. But, um... Well, we can't help but be but, spooky. But <laughs> we can't help it, right? So it turned into the seance. And there were even two women there who, like, in the beginning were pretty pissed off. And I thought they were going to leave. But Linnea, you know, stepped up and mitigated. And, you know, and, and they stayed, which is great. The fact that we could get somebody who came in so scared to the point where they actually got angry enough to want to leave. Um, oh, yeah. And then Linnea talked them down. So that that's good, and that's they were the other really into it. They by were, the end of the night. They were real, yeah, really enthused. Yeah, and like the girl, someone on the girl side kept coming through, like on both of them to me, and then I kept saying something. I could tell like they were still being very skeptical, but then they were like connecting. And they were like, wait a minute, how do you know this? And I'm like, well, it, I'm a psychic. Like, yeah, no, once you came in, once we started using the board and stuff, like. 
Yeah, it, it turned into just a seance, basically. Yeah. But it went good. That's all I. That's yeah. all that's of Linnea's animals came through. All of her, oh my! Everyone's every almost everybody there had a pet or two of theirs yeah. come through, which I loved. And that was so strange because I mean, like that just you know we're that just does no not normal. Oh yeah. You know? But, and I mean, then afterwards, but we went, Rue has some energy, though. I think he was. I bringing love that it little in. cat. He and he was being very spooky and very like into the spirit world, which I love. He was all over those boards. I he loved just, it. He was rubbing on them, rolling around. Rue's the best cat. So Rue is the Haven cat, like Linnea adopted. Well, adoption failure. Uh, yeah, fa- because yeah, we had a paint night, fail. and she and I was like, "Are we gonna have kitties to play with?" And she's like, "Why not?" She got the kitties, fell in love with the black cat. Yeah, I was like, "Of course, a nice little witchy, spooky cat." Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. But then afterwards, we went Bigfoot hunting. Right, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. It was was a a nice ride. Yes. So can we talk about, like, the Bigfoot sightings? Because that's something that, like, I want to, like, really hone in on. Because I don't think people realize that, like, the Susquehanna River is a huge hotspot for Bigfoot. Yeah, they really don't. Um, Yeah, Susquehanna River and then up Red Lion, Mm -hmm. York, mainly Red Lion, PA. Yeah, like that triangle. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of weirdness. I mean, I heard somewhere, like, the closer you get to the Peach Bottom nuclear plant, the more sightings there are. I don't know. I don't have any statistics to back that up, but it's an interesting thought. Yeah. You know, actually, um, the book Weird Maryland, mm-hmm. you know, the the guys, they wrote books for weird blah, blah, like every state. Yeah. Each state has their own weird book. But um, I thought I saw a bird. But oh, you anyway. did? No, no it was that a was cat the kitty. Because yeah, birds have hit that window before. Oh, they have. Ooh. Yeah, so. I put a box of peanuts out there for the squ- for uh, for Gimpy. Gimpy oh. is our squirrel who has one hand, and his other hand is I like love squirrels. Yeah, they're pretty great. Cuter outfit. Yeah. He'll, he'll knock on the door though. Like Tree rats. I love them. And he's just like more, please. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Um, weird Maryland. I think like the Bigfoot Peach Bottom like story is in there. Some of that. Okay. Because that's that something more. that, like, I've heard Susquehanna State Park has Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. But then when you were saying Peach Bottom, I'm like, that makes sense. Because I've heard that nuclear power plants have higher rates of, like, cryptids and stuff. That's yeah. why, like, a lot of cryptids, like... Like, I wonder, you know, like I'm, I'm, always trying, I'm always trying and failing to apply some level of scientific method to this stuff, mm-hmm. which I know is extremely hard. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder if the energetic emissions of the radioactive fuel source have, you know, maybe they... Destabilize the fabric of reality enough that, like, they let things through or attract things or something. Yeah. So, like, Bigfoot, like, what are your guys' theories on? I mean, there's, where do you begin, right? Yeah. Because my mom has seen Bigfoot. My mom has seen the the skunk ape in Florida. Yeah. So, I mean, number one, there are so many sightings from so many people, Mm -hmm. from so many diverse, unconnected locations all over the world. Exactly. Bigfoot definitely exists. Mm-hmm. Now, if you mix the lack of any physical evidence, corpses, etc., with um, you know, many people see Bigfoot apparently transiting from this dimensional plane to another. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that they exist on a separate layer of reality. Okay, that is physically attached, like that layer of reality. And our layer of reality, it's almost like there's two Earths that mm. occupy the same yeah. three-dimensional space. It's like one step space. to the left, I think I, I heard it called. Yeah, it's one step to the left. Mm. They, they occupy occupy the same physical three dimensions, mm-hmm. but they have a different fourth dimension, spatial fourth spatial dimension, not temporal coordinate. 
Yeah. Okay. Because I'm, like, fascinated by it. Like, my mom's hugely obsessed with Bigfoot. I'm more like the Mothman. He's my, he's my jam. Yeah, no, Mothman is... He's my sugar daddy. Rad. Yeah. So do you think... I've heard of there being Mothman sightings at Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. But I've also... If you trace that back, it, I think it's just internet creepypasta. So it wouldn't surprise me. They have in African mythology in Southern Africa, yep. they have a Mothman like mm-hmm. creature that's kind of a dark angel that warns of like upcoming doom. Yeah. Which then fits the narrative of the Mothman in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been all those Mothman sightings in Chicago. Which that's been recently. freaking me out because I'm like, is something happening with Chicago? I mean, I know Chicago is like a city in decline with like horrible rates of violence and stuff like that. Like Baltimore, like most of mm. major American cities. But there's something else with it because people. It's specifically around O'Hare Airport. Wasn't that the same airport where there's that like m- like a, a lot of pilots and air traffic controllers mm-hmm. and civilians on the ground? There's a UFO parked like right above the tarmac. That yes. totally was our yeah, yeah same it place. Took yes. off and blew a hole in the cloud cover and they got on a weather radar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Ooh, that it, they do have a high rate of UFOs there. Yeah. Chicago has some weird stuff to it, mm. which I find, and they have a lot of like train stuff, which. They, I know they have a lot of like stuff around railroads and stuff. Do we know when Chicago was built? I don't know. Well, I know it's at least a hundred years old because it was like the major like east to west hub. Yeah, because um, as you know, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm like a, a mysterious universe fanboy to a fault. Yeah, I love their show. Yeah, I love listening to them and then reading about what they talked about after the fact. But they were just going over Chicago the... is 1850. Okay, okay. cool. That fits. Because they were going over the very subtly hidden Masonic occult architectural and urban design. I was just mm-hmm. about to bring this up. Yeah. Aspects of New York. Yeah. Which, in summary, all the you know fictional stuff in Ghostbusters, when they're like, oh, this building was designed as some sort of psychometric conduit, that design philosophy apparently actually exists in New York, which makes me wonder what in Chicago... Oh, I'm is sure there any there. sort of esoteric yeah. construction and design oh, in, in sure Chicago? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot there. There's a lot. The only one that really doesn't to me is L.A. doesn't have a lot. But at the same time, I'm like, L.A. is such a weird city. So is San Francisco. San Francisco we has. just talking yeah. about that. And San Francisco, it's a weird place. I, there's a weird energy there. You know, I think it's like because they have like this, these Masonic symbols, yeah. you know. D.C. is oh, DC, a yeah. huge one, oh, yeah. right? Like our entire, um, our forefathers, whatever, like our whole country, were, whatever, oh, is yeah. founded on like some occult shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the power of America, I believe, is derived from there being a massive occult, you know, energy imprint from the get go. Like, oh, would not surprise. Or yes, like, totally, you know, like totally. civilization. We've been saying this, like civilization is cyclic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. also heard that that's a quote from Mysterious Universe. Yeah, but it's so true. And so, like, there was a reason that our forefathers like leaned on those occult mm-hmm. things like a civilization it's like you know crows have like dna memory yeah. genetic memory mm-hmm. right so maybe we do too and like there was just something we knew that we needed to protect ourselves or whatever but it all even though like civilization is cyclic like, still when you restart you still have a little bit of like hindsight yeah. So you're not you exactly starting memory. from zero, even yeah. though yeah. it's Genetic like memory is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's like the same like, like I think they culture, prove, it's just slightly more advanced. They proved like to a very high degree of certainty recently. Like you, you and I have talked about epigenetics quite often, but uh, yeah, really, your believer. your parents' traumas and the things that like upset them. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the resolution, but the like the thing that upset them initially. That is that is passed That's imprinted, down. Yeah. Via genetic memory. Yeah. I think it's crazy that when cats, you know, cats 
you know, their mom craps them out and they instantly know how to use a litter box. It's yeah. built in. It's yeah. a built in feature. But yet they have to be taught to meow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> meowing is like a human. They do that yeah. to talk to humans. They've actually proven that's not true though. Really? Like they've seen like outdoor communities of mm-hmm. wild cats, you know, like wild, I say wild, but still like, you know, domestic size, but, mm-hmm. you know, outdoor. Um, a feral cat. There we go, feral. But no, they have seen them meowing at each other to... Maybe it's not humans. Maybe it's a uh, group. That's true. Like a, it, it's a grouping thing with, with, the, yeah. with, that, like we're with a, the feral we're communities. We're a group with it's, our cats. Mm-hmm. Maybe if there's enough cats outside, they have to have a vocal level. That's what I was yeah. getting to. Because I know my yeah. cat chirps to me. He's like... Rrr, rrr. like well, he does that type of stuff. Ours chirp at the birds. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed that cats have a very specific I see a bird and I'm excited yes. noise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I want to get that bird, but I'm inside. Yeah. Right. Like, I like, want to hunt. They I all have hunt. the same noise. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, I love cats. Yeah. I love how you guys are cat people, too, because I'm like, my whole family are cat people. Like, yeah. I love dogs, but cats are so much better. I like other I people's other dogs. People. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I am. Like, I love dogs. I respect them. All right. Dogs being bad, go back to your house. Yeah. Kind of like my nephew. But <laughs> My mom's Shiba Inu. I don't know if I've shown you the uh, litany of visual media I've recorded mm-hmm. of that dog, but she might as well be a cat. Yeah. She's like... My one dog exception. I love, that. I love that dog. Well, my sister has a teacup chihuahua. Oh, my that God. I actually, As if they weren't small enough. Oh, yeah. But he's a diva. Yeah, duh. And he kind of acts like a cat. Yeah. And, like, I love his drama, I will say. Yeah. It makes me laugh. I love animals drama. I do, too. I prefer animal drama over human drama. Absolutely. It gets resolved quicker. Except when it's on reality television. I mean, then it's just they're, they're, they're asking for it, <laughs> yes. right? Like, they're just like, let us get paid to be. Oh, yeah. So... Homework for the episode. Yes. Bob Mackey's. I know. So this was the first season that this was the first episode of the first season that they went to Bob Mackey's, the Ghost Adventure crew. So you could tell they just cashed the check. It is a big deal. Yes, they just cashed the check from Travel Channel. Yeah. So they had their... um, What is Bob Mackey's? I do not know. Bob Mackey Music's World in Wilder, Kentucky. It used to be a slaughterhouse. um, And then it turned into Bob Mackey, the country singer yeah. opened it up for like a honky tonk bar, <laughs> bar. like yeah. you no, know like, for real yeah. but they but they went there the first episode of ghost adventures in 2000 what do i have here i took notes trying to use my theater 1847 oh yeah <laughs> in 2008 and then they went back again in season four for epi- let's say originally aired in 2010 yeah. which both episodes are just i have a crazy. really dumb question what's up do they syndicate ghost adventures internationally and do they dub over it because i don't think i would so. love to see zach baggins like with an italian voice actor oh gosh that or would like be a, or like a danish one yeah. oh, oh my, my yeah that would be incredible because you got to get the level of theatricality. And, like, I love these early episodes because he still hasn't, like, figured it out, like, figured his character out no, yet. You can, like, literally see mm. him thinking. Like, his eyes, like, yeah. look up at his brain. Like, like I, <laughs> when they first started that first episode, one of the notes I actually took was, you can tell he, like, oh, the camera's on. Like, yeah. oh, let's let's be Zach. And you, you could tell, like, the shift happened on camera. Whereas when I watched the second episode with it, it already was figured out. And... And the second episode was great because he had a really bad spray tan, which <laughs> cracked me up. But they went back. Uh, it's Return to Bob Mackey's at season four, episode three. It originally in 2010. But then before that, they did one of those like Ghost Adventure fan like paid ticketed events. Yeah. And that's apparently where like a bunch of shit happened that they kept referring to. At the same time, like you're going to bring in 
a bunch of people to like, is there a cat? Yeah. yeah this oh, is he wants to talk. This is Gidget. Oh, and she He's thinks like, Hello, we're approaching orphan. six o'clock, which is wet food time. Okay. Yeah. So it's, she's about to have a tantrum. Oh, she's saying hi. Gidget. Hi, Gidget. She, oh, she's tall. Oh. <laughs> like, I love it. Cause I'll do the solo episodes. Like I just did my Thanksgiving one. Melvin comes up to me and just starts meowing on. I'm like, I'm on mic. And he's like, I don't care. It's like, whatever. Care. I got things to complain about. Yes. I love cat, but it's, Ooh, yeah. But yeah, so did you watch the episode yet or? No, I was, I mean, after you told me about it, I, I, like I said, we weren't home at all. But yeah. Well, I know that you kind of, you can, you know how to make fun of them and like, I, you uh, know how they are. I was making yeah, fun no, of them before I, was, I even met her. Yeah. No, I, I had a Ghost Adventures party in college. <laughs> I knew you were my people. Yeah. I knew you guys were like my an people. ironic one. Yeah. What year was that? 20, I was after, it was with my college friends. It was like 2014. Okay. So that was like peak old school Ghost Adventures with Nick Groff. Yeah. Okay, because I've been watching since the beginning, and like, I just I have seen the evolu- de-evolution yes. of, but <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen this this, this Bob Ma- Mackey episode yet. So, do you guys like? Are you, are you guys familiar with Bob Mackey's at all? Like through the paranormal? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys know about it? Uh, well, he's like I, I feel like most people take him more seriously than he is. Yeah, he's a honky tonk dude. Yeah, but like. Why is he talking about this stuff? Like, like, like he's almost just like given his opinion without having any experience. Oh yeah, and you'll find in the episode he like is a total skeptic and doesn't believe in any of this, that's even what I'm though s- yeah. And his, they think that's such a good dynamic. Yes. But and Zach is like on a mission during the whole second episode where he's like, "I'm going to prove to you this place is haunted." Yeah, and you're like, "Good luck." <laughs> yeah. No. Seriously. Like. Let them ever put out a show with, like, actual investigators on there. Oh, yeah. Actual decent ethical ghost hunters. It's like they got to put a warning up, like, hey, there may be several minutes of silence. Yeah. You know, because this is, if you want real reality TV. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I've been ghost hunting for years. So have you. And it's like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, it's boring. Like, there's evidence, there's times where stuff doesn't come through, there's no evidence. You have to take breaks, like, yes. even just for you, because even for the, us, like, sitting there doing a recording, like, you know, doing an EVP session or whatever, it's just like, uh, you know what? It's actually really uncomfortable in here. Yeah. And you're like, I need to take a break. I need to chill. And it's a lot more serious. Yes. Like, we have, like, safety things to figure out. We have to get permission. There's all kinds of, like, things beforehand to do. And then while you're there, I mean, mm-hmm. A lot of times, you're in an older building or, yep. or outside. There's a lot of shit to consider. Yeah. Like, and you're not just there, like, not paying attention to your environment and, and acting like you're possessed. Yeah. Like, it doesn't go down like that. Well, that might be really cool. What? If we ever do our own ghost show. Which we will. I think I went off track ranting again. No, I love it. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> I love it. It's good. it's good. Your rants are uh, not a bad thing. Mm-mm. So, when we do our own ghost show, mm. I saw all the equipment. We can easily do it. We used to do it you with saw like video and everything. Yeah. So, you saw like twenty percent of the equipment. With what I saw, we could easily do. I mean, with <laughs> me, with I'm like, y- give me a mic and we're or in a in a camera and we're no. Going. And Zenobia, we have you added to the group. Like, yes. no, it would just be that it's that extra little oomph, you know? Because I bring the theater, and I can yes. be in the background with yes. the boom mic. Mm-hmm. Off oh yeah, some of uh, old school <laughs> most haunted yeah. boom mic. Let's count how many times someone gets hit in the head with a boom mic each yeah. episode. Can I cosplay Derek Akora, whatever that dude's of name is? Of course you can. Whatever you want. That's yes. a that's a uh, that's a throwback. Please. Um, oh my god, we're gonna lo- have to have. I love the uh, yeah. 
Star Trek Next Generation bloopers. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Mm-mm. Where like Picard's all like, I'm Captain Picard, and someone just hits him in the head with a boom mic. Of course. That happens on soap operas all the yeah. time. <laughs> but what I was going to say is when we have our own ghost show, I think mm-hmm. the coolest thing we could do that would destroy everybody else's ghost show is... I don't really want to set out to like destroy anybody. I'm not on like a war path. I know. I'm definitely not competitive. Without even trying, <laughs> this will destroy everyone's ghost show. Yeah. Is we just release just, the raw data with the episode. Just fine. Oh, print. I'm 100%. Yeah. Because none of those... like. Ghost Adventures, Zach, they're not releasing the raw audio. They're not. That's they're, one thing I have to edited. give credit to the group that um, I was with a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It was super unethical ghost hunting, in my opinion. But we like, talking to yeah, Uncle but Bill I, Adventures? Yeah, but I do have to Is that like, the one available on Amazon Prime? Yes, it's the one available on Amazon Prime. I'll edit no, this out. No, no, oh, no, <laughs> no. Actually, like, I'm still going to loop saying no here, but no, actually... Like, I tell, like, people I know and stuff, like, hey, uh, you know, it's there, but please don't watch it because, like, you're going to make fun of me. All right, ad break. I got to pay for all this damn coffee I'm drinking and tea I'm spilling. It's me, Zenobia, darling. So, as many of you know, I'm more than just a podcaster, stand-up comic, and drag queen. I'm also a very accomplished painter and photographer, and you can check it all out on ZenobiaDarlingCreative.com. I have an art blog on there sponsored by the Harford County Cultural Arts Board. And just all my paintings, photography, you get podcast stuff. I have an art film that premiered in September that you can buy on there too. So make sure you check it out. It supports me, supports the podcast. All right, so let's get back to the podcast. But hold on. Yeah, sorry. I'm going in a different direction. I love you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm not going on the hating direction. Well, no, real quick. No. Okay. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> I told you having me on here is a bad idea. I love it. I love it. Hair Ann and Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, I will sink your ark. I'm the boat guy. Yeah, yeah you go drive in the water. I'm going to be up here on land. <laughs> anyway, no, but... No, my thing with them was, um, you know, despite everything else about it that, yeah. you know, I've complained about and had serious issues with whatever, 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 I'll give them props because that the three episodes that are on Amazon Prime... It is the raw camera footage. There's no editing. Yeah. So I kind of have to say, like, through, like, laziness and not having a clue what the fuck you're doing, they actually ended up doing something really cool and unique. Yeah. So it is just the raw. It's Go. It's GoPro camera footage mount, mounted to. It's police body wanna, camera. It's even worse. Oh, gosh. Well, that's old school, like, real- paranormal reality TV. Like, remember the show Fear on MTV? Yeah. Where they had, like, the, the camera booms in front of them, and it was, yeah. like, pre-selfie? Yeah. Like, you I... had to wear it. They had, like, the, the waist The balance. camera boom in front, especially if you have more than one angle, mm-hmm. I'm down with. Yeah. This is just uncut police body cam footage. Oh, yeah. okay. So, like, okay. okay. And okay. none of the footage I shot, which was really, really good. Yeah. Okay, so, like, all those factors aside, like, my whole point is that there is like raw unedited investigation footage up on Amazon Prime and like that you can hear us interacting with each other like just casually you can hear us you know going when we talk to the people's whose homes we we investigated a lady's house in Gettysburg oh I love night, Gettysburg right before, that was the night we went to the McCall um State Forest. State Forest. Oh, yeah. that's the other place. Okay, but I gotta go to that place. We'll, we'll come back to that. But like, I mean, granted, that's like two hours north of Gettysburg. I mean, yeah. so these were like full on like eight hour nights. Yeah. Like sundown to almost sun Because that's what people are not seeing when they, they're like, oh, let's be a ghost hunter or let's be like Zach. And it's like, you're being at a place in the middle of the night from like, you know, normally midnight to like 5 a.m. all night. Yeah. 
and it's boring. And also, like, if you're in a place like Bob Mackey's, you're gonna have some like emotional if, stuff. If, if you're if you're actually like a sensitive and mm. stuff, then like it is not necessarily easy to yeah. be an investigator. It's more or less like, oh crap, why do I have to have this curiosity? You know how hard this gets for me. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like for our show, like I'm naturally a comedian. So like you would have those, you would have that theatric of like, and I'm okay if you guys troll me in the editing. So it's like, there would be that. And that's where more of like the theatrical comes where the ghost stuff and the evidence would be raw and real. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, honestly, like if you guys want to go and watch werewolves, W O O F S. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) No, seriously. You want to get an idea for what we're talking about with like, what real ghost hunting is. Yeah. Um, you know, excuse all the foul language and things because the guy that was wearing the camera, it just, he talked constantly and had a lot to say. And he loved his daemons instead oh, of. Oh, gosh. Daemons. Mm. So, but he he's sweet. He's a good yeah. man. All those guys, great guys. That's but so sad. Our personalities true. really, really come through because, like I said, it's unedited, it's raw. Yeah. So even though, you know, it's not the easiest to, to watch necessarily, but it's not what we're used to see exactly. on TV either. It's a whole new type of thing to watch, you know, and it's not entertainment, you know, it's not, it's just, it's raw. It's, it's real life unedited. We didn't like, we didn't go back and edit it. So like any quote unquote, like bloopers, you know, whatever, everything's mm. there. So, I mean, if you, if the listeners, you know, if you guys want to go and actually like get an idea of, kind of like what we're talking about with like how it goes in the real world of ghost hunting. Um, that, you know, go check them out. Amazon yeah. prime werewolves. Um, cause the thing yeah, about yeah. the, about Zach and I, and last night when I was doing the research for this podcast episode, I remember him talking about Bob Mackey's in Zach's book. Um, let, actually, let me just bring it up real quick. Cause there was a lot that we can troll with it because he is, he did a photo shoot, like an influencer style photo shoot for it. It is called Dark World Into the Shadows with the lead investigator of the Ghost Adventures crew. Why is everything dark with him? I don't know, but I love how he had to say, I'm lead investigator. That's his whole thing. And that's why, like, later when Nick Roth left Ghost Adventures, that's, like, why he left, allegedly. That's like if I always introduced myself as, like, hi, I'm Perry, and I'm the... (laughs) You see the cover? The font font choices. Yeah. Yeah. The photo shoot. Everything. That it's just I'm shattered. Yeah. That has nothing to do with like I the show or his at, image. Yeah. That is just some random like BS here. Some women will want to buy this. Look at his fucking face. I'm like, what is this? It's like, not his real face. It's isn't so, everything edited. Because yeah, the thing about Zach that I don't think people pick up on is his, and he even says this in the book, his main idol is Barnum and Bailey, like the people who founded the circus and like the greatest showman that it musical. shows. So he's a very theatrical person. And I always yeah. say, like, he has a, a showman. He has, like, a docu-soap, like, Real Housewives style. I like that. Style. Yeah, docu-soap. Yeah, yeah. like, style, like, like, that too. like theater to yeah. him. Totally. Like, he always has aspirational living, which is a Real housewife theatric. By, like, he always has, like, name, like state-of-the-art ghost hunting equipment. He kind of trolls himself. And everything has that branding. You know, this is just who he is. So, yeah. like, we're really, really hard on him. But, like, dude is being raw and authentic. It just so it's happens not, that his personality is yeah, 
end in these early you know, episodes. Seems fake, but that's just who he is 24-7. Yeah, so exactly. like, and we're like, hating on somebody who's being authentic. And like, he's right? used that model that the Real Housewives kind of played yeah. to become like a multimillionaire with his like Haunted Museum in Vegas. It's it, a tourist attraction that he heavily markets on later episodes of Ghost Adventures. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like... Or he's so oblivious because he's, he's just being himself yes. and it works and he doesn't know how it works. And he's like seriously fucked up ghost hunting because... A lot of people now want to yell at demons and antagonize the fuck out of these spirits. Like, I was at a location outside of Philadelphia, like a really haunted hospital that has intellectually disabled people that were abused there. It came out in the 60s. It was like an investigative report. And the place is haunted by these people. And ghost teams go in there and antagonize these poor spirits. And I'm like... And the owners allow it, too. Yeah, that, too. Nobody... That, too. A historical society, like, nobody has ever... Yeah. And I'm like, let's see, you're going to yell, like, come at me, ghosts! Attack me to people who were abused. Like, That's the thing. Off. So, that's... Yeah. And that's a lot of what mm-hmm. the werewolves did. Yeah, and that's That's a something... lot of what you're going to, like, see if any of you do go and watch the episodes. But, you know... That just backs up exactly what you just yeah, said. Because a know? lot of I mean, like people see what they yeah. see on TV and then they go and imitate it because they want to be famous too. Yeah, and they want to they want to have that aggressive style ghost hunting. And I'm like, no real ghost hunter. Like that's all for the cameras. And this the first at like both episodes. I mean, Zach and Nick are really coming for the demons in this place, and the demons fought back. And what do you think that's doing to the world? Like you want to yeah. talk on like you know. You know, going back to like we started talking about Bigfoot and how like you know just a step to the left and thing you know Mm -hmm. so one dimension blending with the other dimension you know and everything we were talking about in the beginning right so like symbols have energy have power you know um, affect you know like where the most UFOs are because you know oh there's a Masonic symbol here or you know whatever yeah or there's an upside down pentagram or or an upside whatever yeah but that kind of energy that like people like Zach and, you know, the crew that we ran with werewolves, you know, threw out there by being so antagonizing has really screwed things up for the rest of us ethical ghost Mm -hmm. hunters and even just regular, regular folk who, you know, maybe these odd and spooky things never crossed their mind, but all of a sudden, like, you just, you you feel the, the, the environment's different. Like the air is different because it's like an overwhelming amount of negativity. Yeah. You know, being thrown out by people who, prob- a lot of them probably have real gifts. Yeah. So and they're the actually is, though, able to connect. It's like once they experience something dark, like they get real, real quick and they get scared. And it's like, yeah, like good. Like you, you need to. It's amazing how you're going in there like tough as balls, but then boom, that happens. Oh, you're whining like a baby. And it's like, you know, like kind of yeah. fuck around, find out is what I always say. For real. Yeah. And I would just love if they, you know, had like the aftermath of like, yeah. you know, what do you have to do after, you know, being so scared, you know, finding something that scared you that badly? Like, where's the cleansing? Where's like yeah. the counseling? If you, you know, like, um, go ahead. <laughs> do you guys have any opinions yeah. on the intersections between demonology and demons and UFO and gray alien behavior? It would not surprise me if they were connected. Like if like the the gray aliens were some sort of like yeah. low vibration demon, yeah, that would make so much sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's also that that intersection between abduction lore and fairy lore too. Yeah. I mean, it really like the more you get into this in general, mm-hmm. it's I, all and mostly I reali- all earthbound. 
I realize we're talking about demons here, but it's almost like the like the nuts and bolts phenomena of UFOs and the esoteric phenomena of ghost hunting and demonology and cryptids. Yeah. It's you know it makes the nuts and bolts aspects of of the UFOs and the physical aspects of everything else kind of break down. Yeah, like all of it is, you know, where where's the, the term high strangeness is there for a reason. Yeah, it's hard to make sense of it. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if it's all connected. I mean, I made you watch the Stardust Ranch episode last time you were on the podcast. Yeah, and that was the first time Ghost Adventures kind of tapped into UFO. Was and that you the could- place with the katana? Didn't the guy try to attack a gray alien with a katana? Yes, with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, good on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he fucked it up. <laughs> like, th- yeah. Some people are like, oh, they're they're here to promote love. No, just cut yeah. their head off. Yeah. Like, that's it's, the I mean, right reaction. And I say, if anything's coming at me like that, you're going to see, like, you know, the East Baltimore bitch East come out of me. Real, coming out real quick. Yeah. But, um, but that was the first time. And you saw where like that there is, I feel like there is a connection between the ghosts and like UFO and all that stuff. If, do we know exactly what it is? I don't know. Are we supposed to, can we ever really know? Yes. And like, the thing is like millions, millions of people all over the world, cultures, time period. It does not matter. Every time that these spooky, paranormal, Bigfoot, alien, whatever, unknown, you know, um, experiences get talked about there every experience has some sort of commonality yeah. in it and it's just different places around the world we have different names for it like yeah. bigfoot you know we have swamp ape we have yeti we have bigfoot sasquatch sasquatch you know abominable snow be- or snow beast abominable snow beast <laughs> yeah yeah so but, i mean it's all like, mythology but it depend. but each one of those comes from a different part of the globe yeah you know but at the same time even though it's all different and it's all said different things there's still like a common that's what i'm like, getting at like yeah. it's still like a it's still a a, a species yeah. you know Which i like, find fascinating it's still a big bigfoot if that is the you know overall like you know classification like humans yeah. and it's just bigfoot but so with bob mackie specifically i wrote down some of like the haunted stuff so it's labeled as the most haunted nightclub in america um and then it was featured on Ghost Adventure or Ghost Hunters in 2011, and I thought this was funny because I, I googled it and then I um, I found a YouTube video where someone actually called it Jason and Grant from Ghost Hunters. I take called, those two seriously. Yes, they called out Ghost Adventures without like without naming names. When they went to Bob Mackey's, they they said on that they were driving. They're like other ghost shows come here, and they didn't even get the facts right. And they kind of theatric or is it? There's a level of theatricality. They basically called them out. Oh yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, we do the same thing. Yes. With, yeah, absolutely. Everyone knows that stuff that, needs to be talked yes. about. And it's like I love that they kind of are like. And I'm not hating on the people, you yeah. know, themselves. You know, it's not. I'm not trying to sound like I'm attacking, you know. But it's just like I want to put the education out there. Like yeah. I wish I could like actually get through to people like this Zach is the thing and about everything. Reality television that I, you know, it's one of my biggest things is a lot of people are stupid and think reality television is 100 fact. Or a lot of people also just don't. They're not. They're not into it to yeah. be a believer. They're not scientific. You know, mm-hmm. their mind is the money, the fame, the this, the that, and they yeah. get. They just. They think this stuff isn't real. And with old ghost hunters, they were there to disprove the haunting. The first, like, which is totally different. Three, three seasons. Mm-hmm. 
Were they Roto-Rooter people? Were they, yeah. <laughs> the Roto-Rooter days were the best. Yes. And yes. they had some of those, like, quiet mm-hmm. moments and times where, like, they were like, yeah, there's nothing really here. Yeah. And the drama was, like, our wives don't, us, don't want us going to Pennsylvania ghost hunting because we need to take another plumbing job. Or, like, yeah, you know, I don't know if we're mm. going to make it to the investigation because, you know, someone, you know... You and, know, like, that was fascinating. the toilet. Yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. Like, that was real, whereas, like... With Ghost Adventures, but there was you can no tell. drama with the investigation. There wasn't. That there that wasn't. they they turned they they turned on and they be, were very professional. So with and then they let's see what else. So they, then they Zach talked about like Bob Mackey's in his book, which yeah. highly highly. If you want to make fun of something and and read a comedy book, read that book. But he basically said that Bob Mackey's is graduate level paranormal research location. Graduate level. I was like, graduate level. Like, okay. Well, it does <laughs> take like eight years to get your degree in parapsychology. Yeah, you start so. like selling novelty, coffee with the dead, ghost hunting PhDs. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> So the hauntings there. That so, just goes against everything yeah. I'm talking about. Wait, you guys have like a shop though, like Spirit Wake. Paranormal. No, yeah, no. So like Coffee with the Dead, which was, mm-hmm. you know, is is my original podcast, um, which, you know, has been on, on hold because doing shit by yourself is just shit. Yeah. But um, no, it's became like my own little like witchy crafty like shop name yeah. too. I and, love it. I love it. <laughs> so Plug I actually it. have an official like spot at Haven. Yeah. So I like the, there's you go on Google maps and you look up uh, coffee with the dead. You type me in and I, my little location markers right there next to Haven. So yeah, cause I saw my art at ha- artwork at Haven, my and, paranormal influencer collection. Yeah. So both of us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how we met, which I love. That is how we Lene met. is the ultimate connector. She, yeah, she really, just, is. she's just like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Y'all just wanted to come here. <laughs> yeah. That's, she opened it up and we all came. But see, I've been working with Linnea too for like 13 years. Yeah. Which is that's the I've crazy known her part. through work. Yeah, you know, and oh, and I love she it. just reached out. Like I had not heard from her in years. Like we mm-hmm. only briefly, you know, talked like way back in the beginning, and then it was like probably ten years. I hadn't really talked to her, or whatever. And she just reaches out and she's like, "Hey, I I just opened the shop. Do you want to come anything? be spooky and witchy with you us? Want to retire?" And I'm like, "Hi, I yes, just, my, thank my you." My stepmom was going in there, um, like since it started opening, and she kept telling me, "You need to go in there. You need to go in there." And then I. Just was on a walk and I saw it was open and just stopped in. Yeah. And it was right after I had a horrible experience with like an art gallery in Bel Air and I kind of was so over it. And I went in there and Linnea was like, Well, I'm like, do art. Like, you know, come here and do all that stuff. And she's also yeah. like at her wits' end with like the art community. Oh, oh don't is she? <laughs> we can bitch for at, me and Linnea. Like, I mean, it's. Yeah, because she's dealt with all of it, and she's dealt also with a lot of the judgment for the paranormal and witchiness and all that stuff in this area, because people are, I say, hypocrites here. Uh, yeah, they really are, and people have, like, <laughs> no no filter either. Yeah. They walk into, they open the door of Haven, and they see a Ouija board up yeah. there for sale, and they're oh, just Ouija like, board. Ouija board. Oh. oh, no, 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 no. But at I the don't same believe time, in the paranormal. I don't I'm believe like, in that. That stuff's evil. I'm like, okay, what do you say? Father, son, holy ghost. So don't tell me you don't believe in the paranormal. Well, yeah. And also, don't forget, my artwork is African devil worship. That was the highlight. I was like, oh my God, that's racist. I love the criticisms we get for expressing ourselves. Somebody said that? Seriously? Someone said my artwork is African devil worship. You should start marketing it as that. I'm going to. And I'd be like, is there something wrong with that? Exactly. Exactly. Way to know your genres. I applaud you. Yeah. But I'm like, like yay. Mm. thank you. I didn't realize I was not my intent, but thanks. Yeah. But anyway, no, like, um, 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't well, we were I getting back to so show. let's get back on track. The hauntings <laughs> of Bob Mackey. So it was a 19th century slaughterhouse. So yeah. that is there. And then it was kind of abandoned, I think. But in the 1930s, it was a Latin club. And there's all this mythology. There was a, there was a murder in there by a satanic cult of a pregnant lady. How old is this structure? Same structure? Yeah. Wow. I think it's like 100 years old. Like, I mean, and it looks it, too. I mean, it, Nightclubs it's, have a good reputation for having like some dark yes, energy. Yes. And theaters, it. too. And you know what? It's like a lot of the time... The negative, definitely theaters. Yeah, oh yeah. The but ne- ghost light. Yeah, I mean, like, and it's like not that. even the um, is not even anything related to the club days. Yeah, it's always. I mean, they had the, the historic. Yeah. yeah. So they had that. Then, and then her her name was Pearl, and they cut her head uh-huh. off while she was pregnant and threw it down the hell well. They kept calling it a hell well. Is it the well to hell? Yeah. Like? Well, then the best part was was. Zach and the crew, they go down to the river and walk up like the old well, like drainage structure, like up to find it. And I'm like, really? Like, that's what you're, you're going to do that urban exploring, go inside like an old sewer pipe, like stupid. And then Zach wonders why he has to wear a gas mask now when he goes in the buildings because his lungs are so fucked up. I'm like, yeah, black mold will wreck your yeah. day. Another and, thing and you never with- think about, right? Do you ever see anyone wearing like hazmat suits or saying we wanted to investigate yeah. here? But anytime I go somewhere, I'm having the respirator because it's like I'm highly sensitive to mold. And a lot of these buildings, Just I mean, be smart. They're Jeez. abandoned, like with open ceilings and stuff that rain gets in. There's yeah. mold. There's vermin. There's also homeless people. Homeless people. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is a bit dangerous sometimes ghost hunting. I mean, and now... Mostly no cell phone reception. Oh, yes. Oh, so yes. you are on your own. Like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. You know, unless, you know, you say, oh, I'm only investigating, like, businesses or private homes. Oh, yeah. You know, so... You want to restrict yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that, that's, that's... Yeah. That's more of a business. I mean, I always I mean, carry a switchblade when I ghost hunt. No, People think too. I'm psycho, and I'm like, trust me. No, it's like, I keep a knife in my car and on yeah. my person. yeah. I'm like, don't fuck with me. Like, I've been in places where they're like, I've had to have, I've had yeah. confrontations, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, cause you know, and there is, I've been stuff. shot at. Yeah. It's so. like, it happens. <laughs> don't do what I did. So then, <laughs> I oh, need and to write that book. Oh yeah. You should. Yeah. That'd be a good title. Book. I can help edit it. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Don't yeah. be like Zach. Don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like young me. <laughs> so getting back to Bob Mackey's also, there was a dancer named Johanna that, um, that was murdered. Her dad murdered. Her. No, she died by suicide, and then her dad murdered her lover, and then she was depressed, and then killed herself. So she's there when it was the Latin Quarter. So we have that, and then in the nineties, so they Bob Mackey's had a huge thing in like Gerardo and um, Donahue on the talk oh, yeah. shows. Yeah, because Carl was possessed, the caretaker who yep. like Zach's like idolizing, and they actually have his exorcism on camera that they show <laughs> so that was there which i thought was funny and then like it's just kind of been like the most haunted nightclub and they even been sued by a patron who was attacked by the spirit so they have a sign there that says this building is haunted you enter your own like wit or you enter your own reconnaissance or something oh, that's see, awesome now yeah. i'm like i want to go like, there it's a court thing so and I lo- and then this was the best part too so bob mackey's makes another appearance in the ghost adventures like world in 2000 when was it 2012 in the Saddamsville rectory episode which was in cincinnati ohio because <laughs> yeah which <laughs> that was a whole other shit show of an episode yeah but they wanted to go there because they were close to it like an hour away 
but Carl had died and they wanted to pay their respects. Zach, Nick, or Aaron would not go in the building. They sent like a pre, like, because Billy Tolly has always been there. He was behind the camera and he's in later episodes. So are you familiar, guys, familiar with Billy? He no, with, actually, no. He was with a paranormal team called Pimps in Southern California. So he always made appearance with that. I'm like, you call your team Pimps? Like, yeah. that's the type of douchebaggery that we're dealing with on this show. <laughs> but not, they sent him in and they would not go in. So they were like pretty terrified. And that was after the two episodes. Was, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, I just, I actually, Ghost Hunters... Um, Ghost Adventurers, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Ghost Adventurers really ruined the whole um, paranormal reality TV, oh, whatever, for me at all. Like to the point where, like, I won't, I won't read any articles. I won't even indulge just yeah. a little bit because I'm just like, why bother? Or well, I do the <laughs> gossip because yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of like Real Housewives. No, but then like you tell me stuff, and I'm shit. like, wait, this is way interesting. Yeah, like this year. <laughs> Like, because Zach's EP to, like, the entire Discovery Plus, like, network of paranormal content. Did he own, the, he bogarted it, right? So yeah, well, he's the, he's the, he's the EP of it. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. number one, but he has all these, sub, like, there's Dakota Layden's Destination Fear, which he canceled. He's on Kindred yeah. Spirit. I like Kindred Spirits because they do more ethical ghost hunting because. See, I actually will watch that one yeah, just because. it's too, and I always say it's two gay guys and a woman. Like, gays and women ghost hunt better how bad can it be hands like, down yeah and they actually will rectify a lot of it so they he zaggies they went through and canceled they a actually bunch. are like way more respectful yes and chip coffee the psychic i have he has a backstory that i'm like yeah. you're a little shady but at the same time i'm like you're still being ethical and i appreciate that it's hard not to be even just a itty bitty bit shady when like you're in the spotlight like yeah. that and plus zach like he he like he makes him like you control him so easily because he's so ridiculous. Yeah, but he also owns it. At yeah, the same well, time, he went so through and like... he canceled like a bunch of um, the, the shows. So like Dakota Layden came out and said a bunch of shit about him, and then like Discovery Channel got involved and were like, "You can't say this." So he had to retrace it, and then Nick Groff out of left field made this huge Twitter post about it, <sighs> and this video where he's basically calling out Zach, saying everything. Dakota saying it's true and brought up the whole thing of why um, why Nick left Ghost Adventures. Oh my god! And it's, it's this so whole like Real Housewife drama. Yeah, and Zach's like, I'm not doing media press. And so, but because Zach dates Holly Madison and Holly Madison has a podcast, yeah. Holly Madison talked about it on her podcast. But Zach, because ref- he's like, people are doing all the things they should not be yes, doing. But this we is never, so unprofessional. Yes, and we never hear from Zach. And I'm no. like, you're being a fucking real housewife. Like I can see like Karen Huger and Giselle from Rojas of Potomac doing the same bullshit that Zach's doing. Yeah. So it's just, it's ridiculous. It's but ridiculous. he's and he like lets it happen on purpose because he knows like the he reaction knows, from yeah. the public. He knows how that is how you get ratings. Yeah, it's all good press. Like, he's a genius you know. with that stuff. Yeah, he knows that side of it. He's just needs to be ethical, please. Oh yeah, but of course he's not going to be. <laughs> so they would not go in the building, and then it was featured in the first episode of Ghost Adventures Aftershocks, which is like the yeah. after show. What? Oh yeah, well Zach tried to capitalize on Ghost Adventures <laughs> with all these like. Ghost Hunters started doing that too. It was yeah. like after post episode like mm-hmm. Q and A time with like a, a live audience and the uh, and the yeah. crew. But I, I didn't watch doing it. that these days. Yeah, I never. I mean, but I've they never, never found go. much value in it. No, they don't. No, it's not. It's a whole like um, big fandom. You know, I mean, I can't imagine. Oh yeah, it's such a. It's like a um, 
well, you're creating the very universe. small audience, and yeah. it's like VIP prices. Yeah, just to go and sit there and have some, you know. I have been to his haunted museum. It's like a real. I mean, like his, like, his, like the museum is like legit, but right? like the like, the museum's like. But like he lived there. Because it's Zach. I know. We talked he about didn't live there. He was in an RV outside, like a, like, you know, like a $500,000, like, RV outside. He was living in it during quarantine, like, COVID quarantine. Okay. I think that's part, I mean, that's part of his continued brand identity. Yeah. He's like, I'm at the place and I live here. Mm-hmm. But he's never there. People don't realize there's a whole warehouse, like, behind it that's, like, sealed off and it doesn't look like it's connected. Zach's always in that warehouse. People go there thinking Zach's going to be there. Very rarely, only time he's there is if there's a VIP or there's media. And like when he goes in there, he shuts the place down. I'm <laughs> like, why would you expect like the main dude to be around when yeah. you go to well, a place? Unless it's, it's whole... like advertised that way. Yeah. Well, it kind of is because it's Zach Baggins, the Haunted Museum. And like he has, he sells all his merch in there. Like the, the book. Ew, Zach Baggins, the haunted. Yeah, wait, the Museum. title has his name. That first. sounds like you're going inside his body. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it's the same thing. So, like on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there's Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, she's one. She has restaurants. Well, Vanderpump Rules takes place in Lisa's Vanderpump and Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, Sir, in West Hollywood. Okay. So the whole show is in program marketing for the for the. Yeah. Like restaurants. So Zach's doing the same thing. He's purposely showing the haunted museum on there because it's in show like marketing. It helps the for museum. His brand. Yeah. He's- and like there's so many security cameras in that damn museum and there's constantly shit like they're capturing orbs. The I mean, because the it's a very haunted place. Like the art gallery's crazy, like all of it. And they never show any of that stuff. And I'm like, you could have like a live stream of this stuff. Because you're getting so much evidence. Why don't they, they show that stuff? They only do when they like talk about something with it. Because I'm like, okay, I could almost respect that, but they won't show it. Why? Because I mean, people get like pos- people get it p- scratched, possessed, attacked. It's like the shit that he thrives on. Why isn't never, he? They'll show it if it's really dramatic. Like with oh they, because they have an episode of Ghost Adventures that's like inside the haunted museum. Okay, they'll show some of the security footage, but shit happens there like every other day because it's See, that crazy in there. So it really is like legitimately. Oh, it's le- it's legitimately like despite Zach haunted. being Zach. So yeah. there are like undeniably haunted places mm-hmm. where like even the most hardcore skeptic, most turned off, tuned out, whatever, nobody could deny some weird shit be happening place. Like the Walmart in Aberdeen. Oh <laughs> God, don't get me started. Oh, I had one of my comedy friends on Big Nick, and we were talking about the Northeast Walmart because no, that has some. <laughs> craziness to it. I yeah. prefer that to the Aberdeen the one. The Aberdeen one has a whole... I mean, I Aberdeen go in there... Aberdeen is so cringe. Oh. Okay, so getting back to Bob Mackey's. So the first episode... Oh, so these places where it's like so undeniably like, even if you don't want to use the word haunted or whatever, you can be like, there's some... Okay, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Place. Why aren't we... There's like even that like institute in like uh, Florida for the paranormal stuff where like if you can prove real real footage, they give you so much money or whatever, and it's some crazy amount. But why aren't they there? Why aren't they going oh, to these places? Why does it? Why don't we yeah. start taking it seriously as yeah. like a society and actually like scientists come and actually start investigating this stuff? I we could get some real answers. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I mean, it would squash the entertainment industry for it. But like, like the problem with academia and science is everyone is always you know you you pay the bills by writing papers mm-hmm. and having them peer reviewed, 
and not having your phone on vibrate on a table with a microphone. <laughs> it was on a it. spirit box. It was a spirit box. <laughs> and, yeah. Like it's like that the scientific legitimacy of like mainstream academic institutions, I think, is compromised because mm-hmm. people are just trying to get tenure. Yeah. They write papers, they mm-hmm. write stuff that people aren't gonna be they're not gonna be ostracized for. Well, yeah. Not even like college academia people. I mean, I'm just talking about mm-hmm. like that institute in Florida. Why aren't they yeah. sending people? Well, that Wouldn't they be up, interested in it? You would think, but they're not. I think they're Zach's more into it for the entertainment and the the but, capitalistic. I mean, these places have heard of it, yeah. But you know, they're never going to go. But like, maybe he's like, saying no. Yeah, of course, because I don't think like they don't want it debunked. And he wants to focus on specifically like dark and demonic hauntings. If you find like yeah, serial killer really... hauntings, jails, places with dark history, where yeah. I'm like, not all haunted places have dark like stuff like at the state theater in half degrees there's nothing dark there they're my, the ghosts there are my friends i mean i think there's residual dark stuff i can feel like the and, energy of the like the the like the murder and murders yeah. and stuff like i can feel the energy of that like that negativity but it's more like the emotion that the victims expressed yeah. right before they passed. And it's like nothing like, like the killers out. aren't there. Yeah. You and know? I, I sent you the, the video I got just that recently. That last EVP was so amazing. Like Jeremiah, like he came he's, through again. He's getting less and less shy yes. with you. Yes. He, oh yeah. Cause I go up there. You I always remember to him. that yes. was like days apart. Well, do you know what happened on Thursday? So it was comedy night on Thursday after I, mean, I did a, I bombed horribly. I did a stand up set. Um, and then one of the people there, big Nick, who's been on the podcast before, we like he were he was working there. He did the front. I kind of always there helping out. And then we had someone else up there. So it's just the three of us after all everyone left. So we're cleaning up. On the last row, we're like doing the sweep to make sure there's no trash in between like the seats. Nick finds a dollar. Like a random no dollar there. Shit. And I'm and he's like, Where the hell this come from? And I'm like, it's Jeremiah and like Lexi, like she, I'm getting her more into ghost hunting and like she definitely is a believer and Is she, this when she was like having convulsions on the floor? No, well, that was the that time was, before. That was the EVP. Okay. That was that her was... first time experiencing like definitive paranormal like that's intelligence. Yeah. That's cool. And I love that moment because you can tell it's like... It's, it's so real. Yes. And she was like, oh my God, he literally just... Because she was with me the first time I caught the dollar. And like she kind of... I could tell it like she got it and she got excited. But that was the time the rate came through in real time. And she was like, oh my God. And in that moment, her worldview oh shifted because now she's a believer. You know, I would love to, um, is that just that EVP came through on a video or it was a spare box, spare box. Mm-hmm. You, you got it on video. Seven. Yeah. 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 We should, uh, we should put it in my computer downstairs and do like a spectral dissection of it. Yeah. Actually grab the chunk without any noise around it. Yeah. Cause I mean, he comes through and you can tell it's like, a. He kind of has like a 1920s like black accent. Oh yeah, which He's I was definitely like, like a jazz yeah. suit. Yeah, well, you kinda. can tell, and I'm like, that's the best part. But going back, Nick found a dollar. That's what I'm saying. And Nick's so. a complete skeptic, and he was like, "This is weird." And Lexi was like, "It could be from the bar." And I'm like, it, "No one sat in that. No one really sits in the last row." I'm like, everyone used credit. Where cards. was it though? Like on the floor? It was in the floor under a seat, so someone could have easily dropped it. But it just was such a coincidence. No. No, that's, and I'm that's like, that's, dude, that's does, super fun. I'm like, he does gave me paper money have like dates on it, like coins do? Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. Yes. Because Nick has it. I'm going to have to. I wonder it. like what the date on it is. Because like. It does have a printing date. Because like, I, and it, I mean, it could be so many other things. But at the same time, I'm like, it's a dollar. Like, I no, like two... the no, just the timing of when everything's happening. Yes. Like, no way. Like, next time you go mm-hmm. in there, you got to break out the spirit and box I and be like, Jeremiah, did there. you leave that yeah. dollar? 
He wants yeah. to give me a dollar because I'm the best drag queen there. I know you. Yeah, I know. He loves me. And he said dollar too. Yeah. He was like, mm, it was a whole that's thing. the second time though. I know. Which I love, but I found a new spirit in there. So should he be like a drag queen stripper? And he's oh, throwing yeah. dollars at you. Oh yeah, of course he would. He, do. he would so be into that. He's probably crushing on you. Oh, one hundred percent. He loves the comedy nights too because he loves like he loves nineties hip hop because that's what we play for it. Mm-hmm. And um. He like fucking loves it. And I'm like, it makes sense. Like he loves jazz music. He likes hip hop. There's that common thread. Like that's so cool. Like he, yeah. he passed that long ago, but like he's learning about like the modern day. Oh, yeah. Like, but so he cool. loves like that was his like playtime. And that all the like spirits there, like they're playful because they would go there like to have fun and perform and kind of you know, do that was that. like their unwind. Yes. Yeah. So like they're very playful. Yeah, there's a lot of but good we vibes. found a, I found a new spirit in there. So I've heard stories, like I, I always ask around and like there's, it used to be a church before um, it was turned over by the current owners and they would have church service in there and it was before it was painted and it was very dilapidated. Like the, the upstairs was shut down, like no one went up there, it was sealed. But they would always say that there was a man in a top hat and the man in the top hat followed people home from church a few times. Interesting. Oh. And I kept, and I remember getting an EVP, EVP. I asked how many spirits are there, and they said five. And we got four. And I couldn't figure out who the fifth. I thought it was um, some other spirit there, but it's not because we kind of banished him off. Okay. And then, so I'm like, there's another one. I don't know who it is. Well, Ursula, she just the woman who did um, the Ouija board class with you. She, Christy. Christy, yeah, but she, I think she was billed as Ursula. When she does stand-up comedy, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, okay. She was a really good stand-up comic, too. Okay. I kind of gave her the... Because she went through the stand-up comedy night that night that I always perform at. And she, um, like, I gave her the tour. And she was like, who's the man in the top hat? And I was like, what do you mean? Interesting. She is... is, Yes. She's more sensitive than, like, anybody. Yes. And, like... Yes. Yeah. Wow. Like, crazy. Because I gave her the whole tour, like I gave you, and... Introduced her to all the ghosts. Um, and then she's like, who's the man in the top hat? He doesn't want, he kind of hangs out. And if you go in the back, there's like a side door in the very back. They call it the sidebar. There's like a sealed off doorway that went to the next building. Oh. And there's always been this rumor that there's a tunnel that left to the next building that like gangster would use to like go hook up with prostitutes. Mm-hmm. in. But the dude comes back and forth through that doorway. And he's not there all the time. And then when I and then when she said the man on top hat, I was like, "Where have I heard that before?" And I said, "Oh my god, the church people talked about that." Yeah. And then I was like, "There's the fifth ghost." And I was wow. like, "Wow." So okay, so there's Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. There's the woman who got mm-hmm. shot in the the pregnant woman yeah, who was that shot was in the lobby. That yeah. was Jeremiah's girlfriend. Yes. And the bullet hole's still there. And then there, there was, a was woman. that woman upstairs that yeah but was she was in the 50s angry lady yes because she, she hangs screaming. out on that side hallway yeah there was a girl in the basement who me and Linnea okay. like, crossed over so that's four so now three really if she's crossed over yeah well that well this was before we crossed her over I got five yeah so I'm like there's like there's and then I couldn't figure out who the, I thought it there was a um there was an issue with a doll in there that I believe is haunted but we had someone took care of that. I'll tell you that off my Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who's the fifth one? Because there's still five. And then she came in and said that. And then I was like, there's the fifth ghost. Yeah. No, so, she she can see like 
like as easy as we see each other. Yeah. She's yeah. Oh, okay. She was like, Jeremiah loves you. Like you can tell he like generally like enjoys. Was that the first time you got like anybody else who could well, like interact with him that much? Um Linnea has, but she like really interacted with him. That's what I mean. Like yeah. someone else, someone that's a, that's such good validation. I love it. And it's like, like all the ghosts there, like, you know, and like if someone goes in there and antagonizes them. I'm gonna like get pissed. I'm gonna get pissed. Yeah, I'm but gonna like defend I know them. that like the only paranormal team that would probably go in there, like, and we still haven't got an okay yet, would probably be us because we would be we're the ethical people, and they, I think, the owners know that. Yeah. Because if you go in there and yell at Jeremiah, Jeremiah is not going to be pleasant. No, I can tell you that and- much. All right, so, so we had to edit. We had to edit some conversation yeah, out. I had to but, take the chunks. But we are. We are. Let's get back to Bob Mackie. Yes. So yes. on the first episode, there was a few highlights that I thought was hilarious. So Nick was going, he was in the bathroom and one of the spirits like punched the wall and he flipped out. But I love it because I, it was part, cause it was like mid P and he kept saying, I I'm going in there, take a piss. He kept saying that. And I'm like, he said it like four times. Like he was in there taking a piss, but I, it read to me as gay panic. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Oh my god! Because he, kept, I was like roid rage. Well, that too. But like, <laughs> you could. It just to me, it just was like he was more uncomfortable that like his dick was out and he was like midstream and the ghost attacked him because he was like, "You want to come?" And he got like really aggressive. And I'm like, gay panic. You want to come panic. at me, bro? You want to yeah. come oh, at he me? Flat out said that first episode. But overall, that first episode was just like. It was a chaotic episode. And then this, you're going to fucking love this. So in the book, in Zach's book, Dark World. Wait, let me find it. Zach claims he has a demonic attachment that scares, that scares away girls he's dating ever since he investigated Bob Mackey's. He calls it his... Um, that is next level incel, like... Yes. He calls it blame his... thing. Yes. His... Holy shit. So no... Wh- what do you think of Zach? He's getting cock blocked by a ghost. He literally said in it, he's like, there's a whole like subset in his book about it. I mean, that just sounds like the worst excuse for not being able to. Uh... Yeah, but he says that demo- his guardian demon comes back from Bob Mackey's. Didn't Who he... the fuck has a guardian demon? Exactly. He goes, he's nuts. It was in his book. I'm, I'm literally reading this. I'm like, is, and th- let me just tell you, the book is fucking ghost written. I mean, I know how this this <laughs> game works. The book is a ghost written by. It said some Kelly lady. I mean, he has a whole subset in his book about how he can't date women, like because of it. Get to the second episode, the where they return to Bob Mackey's. It was kind of cool because you got to see like a lot of their, like, the aftermath of their first investigation, and that has some gems because, and Zach did this to Aaron to kind of like gang up on him on camera. He was like, so like I know the answer, but like. Tell the viewers, did the demons here break up your marriage? I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's like very... It's not uh, me, it's Aaron. the demons. It's the demons. <laughs> oh, it's not Bob you. Mackey. I love you, honey. I just, I just, the demons, they won't let us be together. But my oh, penis is haunted, and that's why I can't get an erection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. ED, ethereal dick syndrome. Ethereal... <laughs> Yeah, because Aaron Fulon was like Bob Mackie. Dick-itis. I don't know. <laughs> Displacement. So have you guys ever gone ghost hunting and it's ever, is it going to cock block you and destroy marriage? It's really only done the opposite. 
Literally, it's only done the opposite. They got me married. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. No, like I seriously ran out of a graveyard and told him we were going to get married, and he said, "Okay." Yeah, and like that I told you downstairs, she was like, "Oh, I have a FLIR camera on our first date," and I was like, "Really? Ooh. Should I take my pants off now?" I would like to make a sex tape in, on um on a thermal camera. That'd be fascinating. Wouldn't that be fun? I love it. There's a nice arty quality. That to could it. be a whole like new like niche yeah. porn like. You could just like, you could just make a sex tape on thermal and just put it up on a loop on a projector and that yeah. could be an art piece. For real? Oh, it totally. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, don't give me ideas like I that. I got so many oh, ideas. The avant-garde like, nature of what if you got really like crazy palette. with it? Yeah. What if it was like a bukkake orgy and you just had like streams well, like, everywhere? I would just love to see like, like the thermal signatures of all know, the sex like, happening. Think, Can you imagine? Oh man! I'm thinking, and if a like, ghost comes in, ooh. oh my god! I'm th- I'm thinking like like hentai level like. I are st- yeah. There's like you see that like, would be kind of hot. Oh my god! I'm like sorry. That guys, would be kind of hot. <laughs> there's like four guys around someone else, and then like you see like a cold spot for the fifth guy because the fifth guy's a ghost. True. Do you think the semen would be like when they come? Like that would be what it, body it, temperature? It, I mean, it should. Yeah, it should come out like. Can ghosts should, ejaculate? This is important. Probably. This is the kind of scientific research we need. If to they can't, well. then I never want to be a ghost. Well, in this second episode, Zach tries to, you can tell he wants, he's trying to like sexually pick up the, the dancer, Johanna. Is this still the, uh, Bob Mackey's yeah. fun zone? Cause I went twice. Yeah. But Bob he's like, Mackey sounds like a car dealership. Doesn't it? Come he's apparently Bob like Mackey's a country Honda. dude. And he's written a song called Johanna, Johanna, where he tells like the mythology of Johanna in the, in the space. Oh, but mainly, so Zach um, tries to pick it up. They bring in a Catholic bishop to do an exorcism. And then we get classic Zach under demonic oppression. Can I also just like sidebar again? How the fuck did they get the Catholic Church to agree? When was the last time the Catholic Church really like agreed to do an exorcism? Well, this bishop had that like, yeah, I'm down to. Was this like a celebrity? Celebrity bishop? And he's been on, I know he's been on a few paranormal podcasts, but. The, the, there's no way the church can really. Zach is like, got under a state of demonic, uh, uh, what is it? Not possession, but oppression. What? Oh yeah. While he's doing the holy water, he's like, the holy water burned my skin. I'm like, what That's the f- eczema, dude. Exactly. That, exactly. That yeah. You're, you're not throwing yeah. uh, holy water. But basically yourself. with that episode, it ends with Zach calling this a demonic puzzle. What? But then also in the book, and I thought this was interesting. So who was telling him these words to use? Like oh, where, he's a who was coming up with these? This is a demonic puzzle we're trying to figure out. Oh, hey, quick, fucking poetic! Quick trivia moment. Speaking of demonic puzzles, what? What is the name? The proper name of the box in Hellraiser? Oh fuck! I just watched that too. They, I don't think they say it in the movie. This is like my favorite trivia bullshit. It's not question. the labyrinth. It's not. No, fuck. And it is not called a puzzle box. No, it's not. The lament configuration. Good you. Good yes. person. I would say Hellraiser. I, also, I, great fucking band name. That's lament configuration. Yeah. yeah. So sure did you guys sounds like math metal, that, doesn't it? So did you it guys does watch? Sound like math metal. Yeah. So did you guys watch the remake of Hellraiser? Yes. What did you guys think about it? The remake of of um, Hellraiser. Yeah. So for the for the new gener for the younger generation who didn't see the originals when they were you know young and impressionable toddler. <laughs> I like the second one the best. I like the production. No, design. the second one's the best. The yeah, the production the design is super cool. Yes, yeah. I mean it still looks like a watercolor painting for the labyrinth. Yeah, but it's it was it so much better. Yeah, but I I loved the idea of having a female. Oh yeah. Um, you know, 
Pinhead. Because Pinhead but... in the book, like, is more, like, gender fluid. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the original, like, Pinhead is daddy as fuck. <laughs> like Responsible <laughs> for so much of the kink community. Oh, 100%. Holy shit. 100%. Zenobia, do you watch, I hate to make myself a basic geek here, do you watch Rick and Morty? I have in a while. They have an entire Hellraiser Dimension <sighs> episode, and it is hilarious. Oh, my God. A whole dimension. Hellraiser is like one of my... I could watch it I once a month. Hellraiser, Showgirls, Aaron Brockovich. No, they're yeah. all movies I watch easily like every other month. Yeah. No, I but like I, I mean, the remake... Is Showgirls the one with... Uh, Elizabeth Berkley? What's the one with Robin Williams I'm thinking of? Death to Smoochie. That's where he was the... The, um, the Barney... Yeah, the Barney dude. That's a good movie. That's a good that movie. That is a good movie. That's a really good movie. That has a showgirls as quality to it for sure. I'm trying to think. Like, there's some movie where Robin Williams is in drag, or I'm Mrs. Doubtfire. There's Mrs. Doubtfire, no, no, and then not, there's no, the Birdcage. 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 Yeah. That's what I'm thinking With of. Lane. I forgot yeah. about Mrs. Robin Doubtfire. Williams was a queer icon back in the day. Like, I don't think people talk about that. Yeah, but he, he's. he's I mean, he was cool. I mean, I love. And him. also a tragic but important case for mental health. Yes. Yeah. Well, comics are very dark people. No, so New Hellraiser, I mean, I loved the concept of having a female pinhead, but also I feel like it was so, like, they put so much work into having her, into her look. She hardly had any lines. Yeah. She wasn't Yeah, I definitely didn't see this. I don't remember this at all. She wasn't in the movie, yeah. really, except for what, like, the last bit? Like, yeah, and, like, couple, all her a lines. A scenes. Like, and all ev- her lines were literally just reword, rewritten, you know, reworded original lines. And they oh, yeah. were short. She had, like, a sentence or two at a time that she ever said. Well, she did pull a pin out of her head and, like, killed the Asian girl. She did one... In the back of the van, which she, is, That was a cool scene. She did one thing, yes. But, like, all her lines were in the... The um, originals. They were in the... They, but they were in the preview. Preview, too. And I'm like... That, yeah, exactly. That's it? That's Pinhead? Yeah. Like, the girl with, like, the le- the Asian girl with the lyric thing, I forget her name, what, what, which Cenobite she is. They were so underused. Like, yes. Oh, just... Yes. Where was Chatter did not do no, it was for no me? Chatter. No. Like, it just... It didn't... I didn't like it. No. But... I did kind of like the idea that there were multiple different types of Cenobites, like it wasn't just the original like mm-hmm. four, that there were so many like different like dimensions almost where yeah. they existed. They added it more to it. kind of like to show how like they are everywhere. They are in every layer. Yeah, And they showed the, ev- like, because the second Hellraiser showed a human becoming a Cenobite. You had the Dr. Kennard, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. But like this one, you, the first one, you saw that dude become a Cenobite. Yeah. And it was almost, I like the way they edited it because it was very like angelic, which I thought was creepy, but cool. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They had it. Like it was all yeah. there, like all the elements from, see, I'm comparing versus mm-hmm. just doing a review, but I can't fucking help it because like Hellraiser is yeah. so iconic. And I mean, that's what I grew up on was that generation of movie making, you know, that level of like raw horror. But so I can't help but compare it. But yeah. I mean, you want to if you want to try to separate it like the story was still there. It's just nowadays like the way that we, you know, film movies, the camera angles, even just the high quality, it mm-hmm. takes that raw edginess off of it. And like so if you want to take all that aside, 
then it's a solid Hellraiser yeah. movie. And I liked how arty the Cenobites were. Like, the costume design, like, the skin flying. No, they had so much detail. Like, that was cool to me. Yeah, and a lot of that was, like, real makeup. It wasn't CGI. Yeah, which is, I love. Which, like, yeah. Oh, I yeah, there seems like they're using, in general... They're using a lot more practical props. Yeah. Like in The Mandalorian, uh, there's a scene oh, like a capital ship. That. Yeah. And the capital ship is a physical prop. You really yeah. can't do like small detail like makeup and shit for like CGI as mm-hmm. effectively as just putting a prosthetic one. Oh, I yeah. think it's it's almost like But like on a big scale, if you're trying to show like a city or you know, something like unreal, then it's great. As someone who's spent like a decade playing with VFX stuff and does 3D modeling on a daily basis. There's a certain like nuance with physical objects that that is it's it's you you can subconsciously tell mm-hmm. that it's physical on screen. Yeah, it's hard to repro- It's almost like the subtle imperfections you're you're you intuitively pick up on that isn't mm. there when it's CG. Because in the early one, in the first Hellraiser, they have the the CGI that's like you can. It's like oh, like that was fake. But nowadays, it's like that's getting better. But it didn't. It didn't stand out like that on like our old school TV. No, that's either. very true. But nowadays, when we're it's just on a VHS like, tape, you're kind of like, "Wow, that's awesome!" That, that's yeah, real. the interpolation wow. and the yeah. quality loss, especially with the you know non precise CRT mm. TV. Yeah. So like trying to rewatch things, honestly, like if you really want the rewatch value, you have to. Mm. Well, it's be, also well, fun you have to use like the original it. technology. It was meant to be seen one. Otherwise, yeah. you're like, "How the fuck did I like this?" Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Inversely, some stuff that was that was that good back then, you can actually see all the detail now. Yeah. They laser scan the film. Yeah, and That's then it's so... just like if that held up that well over time, then holy buck those people like yeah were really they knew what they were doing they were really ahead of their time uh, it's uh if it yeah. doesn't hold up then you know that it was just and like average. hellraiser was such a gem in the horror like that defined horror and like that yeah. defined queer horror and it made a lot of people get wet and a lot of people get boners i will it say did. yeah like oof. it started a whole generation of people like us who have grown up now oh, yeah. and became the kinky weirdos. That's very true. <laughs> well very true. adjusted in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thanks, Clive. <laughs> okay, so getting back to Bob Mackie. Yes. I did want to say there's one thing in Zach's book that I wanted to bring up to you guys to get your opinions about it. I can't wait. So Zach said in a book that he was investigating an abandoned mob mansion in Las Vegas. And this was like in 2012. 2010, 12, like that time period. So okay. it was like right after the Bob Mac, after they actually investigated Bob Mackey's. And Zach claims that there's a demonic cell phone network between that Stop. haunted mansion Done. in Vegas Done. and Bob Mackey. <laughs> what the fuck? What is a haunted cell phone network? The I have, fuck? I have no, like, I got so overloaded. I have no response. That's how intense my response is. There are so many words that don't go together happening. Like, like, that. I was reading this and I'm like, you got to be like, does he know he's making shit up? Like it's like two paragraphs in his book. And he's like, what? I don't know. Like it, it's like the, the demons like teleported to Vegas. Cause they were mocking me in the way that the demons and Bob Mackey. He's afraid of 5g. And I'm, all. Exactly. He's this, just this like a... that much into being a celebrity and knows he's making shit up. But he also just, he preys on people's I mean, vulnerability. I guess if there's a market for it. It may be like an active predator. Yeah. You so know? Look, this is what I want to do. And this only, this only works if Zach really believes all this shit. Mm. I want to take Zach and his team. To oh, I an, could not stand being around him. Mm. I don't just think. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I will say you. He is in on the joke. So take Zach and his team to an abandoned shopping mall. I'm doing air quotes for those listening on audio. 
<laughs> take them to an active normal shopping mall, have everyone in the group act like they can't see all the people there and see what he does. Yeah. He's, he would freak out. He doesn't like to be around normal people. He gets freaked out in crowds. I just want to see if I could convince him that the people there were, you know, non corporeal. I don't know what you're talking about. This place is empty. <laughs> you're like in the food court. <laughs> well, there's a demonic cell phone network. Yeah. But yeah, the, I like demonic. And it's messing with us. That's why we can't see all the very real people that it's are quantum. freaking him out. <laughs> it's quantum. God, I just, I was, I, mean, I got to send you a copy of it because this book is so ridiculous that I'm like. Well, like I have that. Kindle. I mean, I'll just go and download it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like three ninety nine. It's whatever. Not, I mean, and yeah. it's like or get it from the library. Oh yeah, that way you don't have to pay for it. True. Oh, yeah, they do have online books now. Yeah, and apparently the haunted mansion had like that he was investigating had like mob ties, and he was like, "There's dark entities here." And I'm like, "It's Las Vegas." Of course there are. Like, what do you expect? I'm sure that uh, yeah, I told you about our semi-comical and also intriguing experience at the Luxor. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, that's a people don't realize how haunted Vegas is. Like I went in the Luxor purely. Yeah, the A, it's a pyramid. So yeah. there's some very also I think like physical, non-paranormal, just like the architectural style. Mm-hmm. I think like it just throws off like the human function. Oh like, yeah, in a yeah, because the elevators very easy and tangible way, and then on top of that, it's also just like very haunted. Like, I mean, I'm, I believe that certain physical structures have certain energetic effects, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Well, it, I mean, it's a literal pyramid. pyramid. Yeah. Like, we went up to the penthouse level, and it felt really weird up there mm. at the apex. Did you get Coke and Blow up there? Man, no. I wish. <laughs> I wish. That was, the, that was the, uh, the premium package. We just got the basic mm. package. So, Miss Ann and I walk into the Lux store, and she just walks up to the first staff member she sees unprompted and says, hey... Has anybody died here? Is this place haunted? Oh, and, yes. Yeah, yes. and immediately they're like, oh, yeah. Some prostitute jumped off the very top level and yep. splattered herself on the food court buffet, mm-hmm. and she had HIV, and they had to cut the entire concrete pad out and replace it. Yeah. Oh, yes. So In that's, the 70s. I have heard of that, yeah. Very festive. More gay panic. Off, like, the 50-something floor, yeah. yeah. Gay well, panic, people yeah. don't talk, like... In Las Vegas, people go there to suicide themselves. They do. Most, like, I was staying in the Tropicana. Don't judge me because it's a Hilton hotel. And Vegas is a good place to write at, like, because you got food, alcohol. Dude, every time I've gone to Vegas, someone else paid for it. So I'm yeah. not judging. And it's like. I like Paris a lot. Yeah, the Paris is. No, that one's that one's not as haunted because it's so busy. But, like, when I was in the Tropicana, there was a woman who suicided herself clearly within the last, like, few months. And mm. I was the first, like, psychic she interacted with. And she was like, oh, my God, you can see me. And I'm like. Yes, and I'm on vacation, so go away. Like, That's crossover. Awesome. But, I mean, all, every single, I mean, the Cosmopolitan, um, the Link, most of the places I've stayed in there have some type of, like, suicided spirit there. Oh, yeah. And then you go to places like Fremont Street. Which. Ooh. That yeah, lots of weird energy. You want to get dark. some demonic energy. I mean, the that, arcade bar is pretty cool. Like, it'd be a logical rumor to say, like, yeah. that's where, like, Satan hangs out. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it's such a dark... And I honestly think, like, if aliens, like, were to walk, they could walk around in Vegas with no problem. Oh. No one, would, no one would bat an eye. Of course. I believe that. But, I mean, they, they probably are doing that. Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably already happening. But, like, yeah. And then I know that... Zach has investigated a lot in Vegas because that's where he lives, but he, that plus is not like televised or whatnot. Plus, it's also hard to shoot in Las Vegas. People don't because you got to get the casinos will not clear stuff yeah, unless they're being actively marketed. Oh yeah, they did not like me having a DSLR. No, no, they get, like everyone has phones. They get pissed. Yeah, 
They want no DSLR. They want they want nothing like that. So, and the Honda Museum. I mean, when you go to the Zach's place, you can't take you. They lock your phones up. You can't have it with you. That tracks. But he really likes that exclusivity angle, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he also like yeah, because he can film stuff, but like no one else can. But yeah, he will not allow any of that. He's weird. He's How in, does like, he still have fans? People love Ghost Adventures. You're not wrong, but I damn. mean, the newest season. It's the peasantry. Yeah. It's that it, the reason it works is because of the aspirational living theatric. It's the same yeah. thing in Real Housewives. So people watch it and they want to live Zach's life because they view his life as like what they should aspire to be. And that to me is just so repulsive yes, that I just don't imagine that mindset like. Who the fuck? Like, and have it being so sustainable. He's been around for mm-hmm. what, like 20 years? Yeah. In the, I mean, in this, the, the first this, episode right? was 2008. Yeah. I mean, maybe so. that the, you know, the key to the 20 year lifespan. 20 years. years. I mean, I definitely think there's like the new, I mean, Ghost Adventure still gets, I mean, I looked at the, the most recent season, I looked at the viewership. I mean, it's still bringing in like, I mean, I think at 1.2 million. What is well, this like, on? Discovery Plus. Okay. And also, like, how many other shows are there? He like, yeah. he blocks, you know, oh, yeah. anyone but else. Also the so gatekeeping now because of like gatekeeping, independent yes. publishing yeah. and like all that stuff, like more people are starting to rise to the top. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think that, you know, like you were saying he hoards all the footage from his yeah. museum mm-hmm. and he only, you know, lets things happen at the pace he wants, he wants them to happen. I think that exclusivity, you know, that builds a level of mystique yes. and also lets content trickle out slowly enough. He can sustain it for a long time, yeah. but he's already worth, like I looked at his net worth last night. He's worth 120 million. So it's like, you know, how greedy do you have to get dude? Like, yeah, seriously. But again, Gobin, going back to the very beginning, his idol is BT Barnum from Barnum and Bailey circus. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's so, not afraid to exploit people for profit. He's not afraid to exploit the spirit world. It's like no wonder he doesn't mind like, you know, owning his own like goofiness yeah. and shit because and like, like that's part of the circus act. Yeah. Do like, you think he's an ICP fan? Because he seems like an ICP oh, fan. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, well, that's a deep dive that we Ooh, can do for the next episode. Let me because, tell you about Zach and ICP. Because so <laughs> are you guys familiar with Suddenly Susan? Yes. Like the show? Yes. Okay. No. I know it was because Kathy Griffin's my stand-up idol and yeah. like. Kathy talks a lot about it, but there was an like, actor on there named David Strickland who died of a drug overdose in one of the CD motels in downtown Las Vegas. Zach has investigated that and claims he got an EVP of David Strickland and he took the EVP and turned it into his like, he made a whole album of like, with the with EVPs on it, like a techno album. Oh God, we're we're googling this right now because it is horrible. Whatever was left of me inside is now like dead. he has. There's an album. It's it's like necromancy or something. Oh God, your face says it all. Or I'm in trouble. I can't tell. <laughs> uh, my words are lacking. Okay, here it is. Oh yeah. no. Okay, so it's on Zach's Wikipedia page. It says, "quote." One of Zach's more notable claims from the show is his alleged communication with deceased actor David Strickland of NBC's Suddenly Susan. Strickland died by suicide at the Oasis Motel in Las Vegas in 1999. Baggins claims to have recorded Strickland's voice nearly a decade following his death and included this recording in a track on the album Necrofusion. No, stop! Is Is it C or K? It's C. Okay. Because that would be even worse if it was any K. Oh my God. Can you imagine? It wouldn't surprise me. F U Z I O N. 
<laughs> but then it says, no known scientific analysis has been attempted on the raw recording, including any comparison of the voice heard on the electronic voice phenomena recorder to that of the famous actor. He seriously said electronic voice phenomena recorder. Yeah. It's a fucking audio recorder. Which I'm like... like calm the fuck down, dude. But yeah, no, he has a whole... Like, he has an album, Necrofusion. Uh. And I can't find it. I think he scr- I think he scrubbed it from the internet. I love how disgusted she looks right now. Yeah, your face like is she just she just priceless. wants to, she like doesn't want to live anymore because this exists. Because <laughs> I'm telling his like, I bet you he had it scrubbed from the internet. I bet you he totally he had, had it embarrassed. Scrubbed. Or just... I mean, I remember when it came out, listening to it and being like, "What is this? Can he even get embarrassed?" I'm gonna I check know. the Wayback Machine. All right, so oh, wrapping so... up, final thoughts on this episode. I mean, so. Yeah, go on, ahead. And just the whole Bob Mackies. Because there's there's a lot there. So, like, ethical ghost hunting. Like, how can we not be like Zach? Oh, my God. Where shall I begin? I mean... Mike's yours, hon. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I mean, we have taught... I mean, okay, so even in, like, the last episode, we did, like, the Halloween episode. Yeah, right? I mean, we're I going mean, on we- an, hour and a, an hour and a half. It'll oh. be it'll be edited down because we we're cutting some parts out. But. Yeah, but yeah, no. But final thoughts. So like, I mean, like I'll say it again, just like I said on the last episode that I was on. But like, he is just the icon of the red flags of of ghost hunting. Yes. Like, even just hearing about him, all those red flags popping up is just energy that you should not be around if you're you know, in the least bit kind of open to paranormal phenomena because it just makes you so vulnerable to be around that that intense intensity of negativity. And, like, there's no question he, like, pushes it out onto the people around oh, him, yeah. too, because he wants his, you know, ideas to be validated. And, yeah. You know. Uh, but, hey, he's a celebrity. He's doing That's a great true. job at it. He's a great celebrity that we can give him. He does what he does very well. Is he an well. ethical ghost hunter? Nope. No. Yes. Necro. Oh, oh, Noah brought it up. Necrofusion. Look, there he is modeling again with that influencer face he's famous for. His like duck bell face. Cold Steel Zoolander. Yes. Yep. That's oh such a my bat. Why is gosh. it the option angle, dude? Put your face straight. Why is he like. I don't want to see up his nose. Oh my God. You know God. how much Botox he gets? Not it's enough insane. if he had to have that kind of a shot yeah. for his vanity. Ugh. Needs more. It's probably like eye bag day. That's it's like, don't show my eye bags today. Here, just up chin, up chin. Well, that's always my favorite thing about the show is he's always posing. You can tell he knows. Okay, he did that. collaborate with Lords of Acid on this album. Okay. Which is kind of rad. Yeah. But I mean, he probably paid them. But the thing is, though, is he has a lot of celebrity friends. I mean, Post Malone went on Joe Rogan's podcast and talked about opening the Dibbit box, which... Uh, getting back to ethical ghost hunting, don't fuck with a divot box. Like, yeah. don't open it, and because it's gonna fuck with you. It's like no shit, you know. Throughout history, again, I'm gonna keep saying the word history because that's where all this stems mm-hmm. from. Like, you know, before time, there were already beliefs in a god, like yes, or some sort of power. Yes. We didn't have the word he did god. Not scrub it. You can buy it from his website. Oh, you can. Necro. Yeah, how much is it? Can you preview it? I'm gonna try to acquire it in air quotes okay uh-huh. do some internet witchcraft yeah. Yeah. no but i was saying like it. he even took the same um like font from like nosferatu because he wants to be a filmmaker well he's not working towards yeah, that he's, he's not making films he's yeah. making a freaking well i mean he's on he's on season like 29 of ghost adventures he's doing a reality show he's not even doing yeah, a that's movie true. that's very true 
I want to do this thing that I'm never going to try doing. Yeah. He's a documentary person. Oh. So let's end this with this. So don't provoke demons. Don't provoke ghosts. Be ethical when you ghost hunt. They're dead. They're humans. Treat them the same as you would treat any other human. And it's like these people, their physical bodies have Mm -hmm. rotted and gone away, but they're not actually, uh, some of them aren't really dead. Their consciousness is is alive. Like with Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, he remembered you talking about the dollar. I mean, that's a live interaction. I don't think that's a, that's not a dead, that's not a dead person. (laughs) And like, are these like you know, the idea is like people are stuck between here and there. Yeah, is that okay? Like, do they know they're stuck? Is this some a, some of them know? Some of them have are they a reason for a conscious it. Conscious choice? Is it all subconscious? Both. That's true. Do they know they're? I mean, there's a lot of questions I have. Oh. I mean, I have been around ghosts that I mean, Go- I tell them like, "Do you know you're dead?" And they're like, "Huh?" Oh yeah, it, like that's one of the things <laughs> you're not supposed to ask. You're not supposed to remind them that they're dead because yeah. it could upset them. Yeah, they know they're dead, and they're just like, "Yeah, I'm staying here," you know, until like my grandson mm-hmm. graduates college or like you know whatever. Like it, they're very purposefully here. Yeah. But then I think the majority are just stuck. Oh, yeah. They don't know it. So final thoughts with this. What are your thoughts on like like ghost adventures, like ticketed ghost hunting events? Because that's something that like came up in the second episode was the before they taped that, they did a investigation where people paid to investigate Bob Mackey's with them. Let me just cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I could not hold it in. Let it out. <laughs> but show me your rage. Yes. Pop off, hon. <laughs> That's one of the things that I have like seriously been mad at for almost 30 years, 26 years. <laughs> so like, okay, so 1998, right? That's when mm-hmm. I formed um, Spirits Wake and I was 14 so if you want to do the math you can figure out how freaking not young I am gonna be soon next year <laughs> um, but it was at first you know it was like people would just hang up on me when I was calling to ask to investigate and then it got to be um, oh you can come in but don't tell anybody that you're doing this and then <laughs> you know um, more years, years down the road more into it it was you just didn't get to do that's not how it worked you didn't call and like promote yourself like you had to be found and invited and if they hadn't already heard of you like on tv or or something then um you know they didn't want to waste their time with you and then it was oh now everyone's charging so it's like there's a place there's another place in pa that has been on nearly all of these um, investigation shows and you know reality TV shows. Is it Eastern um, or Western Pennsylvania? No, um, no. You know I don't know geography. Don't okay. ask me that stuff. Yeah, don't. Yeah. But it's the one right next door to the other one you were talking about. Oh, I know. Okay, okay. I think I know where you're talking. The about. other one. It's in East Virginia. Yeah. I mean, it's very Eastern. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, but no, ghost ghost hunters um, did that, and they got like shot. That was their Halloween episode. They did a live Halloween. Was it an Eastern State? Yeah. 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 And um, they actually got like the handprint showing up and, you know, whatever. Was that the one where they they actually sort of caught something running down a hallway? I think so. That was where they got the shadow figure. That was actually kind of compelling. Yes, that was scary. That was I remember that because that is like, Ghost Hunters had some real compelling stuff. That was the first time I was like, okay, using using a 
non IR cut mm-hmm. CCD sensor is the way to go. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Um, that was when I was still taking them seriously. Once like show those shows started coming out, like not hating on them or anything, because like I said, the first like three episodes of Ghost Hunters I really liked. Blah 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 blah. But because it started to become in like this industry, now everywhere I wanted, you know, anywhere to investigate, people wanted to charge. So like this is Eastern State. Um, I guess it's okay we could use the name since they did the live episode yeah. of it, whatever. But they said they had a group minimum of ten people. Yeah. Doesn't work for me because it was like me and whoever I could talk into coming along with mm-hmm. me at the time, and it was a um, hundred dollars a head just to come in and See, investigate. That's what and I'm like. there would be a like a guide with you, yeah. so you could only go to certain places, and they were going to talk, which I'm, and tell you about things and stuff. It's like, more of like I'm a like I don't want them guide. to work. I don't want them. They please don't. Yeah, don't be a haunted tour guide. Yeah. Like you know that people make a business from it. It's, I find it so disrespectful. It's exploitative. It's so exploited and it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like from like my moral compass is pointing to like, just like wrong, you know, like just spinning out of control when it comes to this stuff. That's why like, I don't know the latest and greatest because like it hurts my fucking soul to, you know, to, to see what's out there. Because I get so violently angry at it, and it's all just—it it seems like you know these historical societies or whatever—they set up ghost tours, and you know to try to revive ticket sales. I mean, there is a way to do it. There's but, a way to do it, but you still but, have to be ethical. But you have to be ethical, and like you, like people just decide—they don't look at the whole picture of mm-hmm. what's involved. They look at. Oh, this building, you know, is this safe to open up for tourism? And also with this building, ooh, since we're trying to turn this into a museum, ooh, you know, and we'll take donations too and yeah. this and that. And they totally overlook all the, the, the fine details of, you know, that image they're creating of just this, this industry. Yeah. And it's just disgusting because it really needs to be more, in my, my, my opinion, it needs to be more of, this needs to be taken more seriously mm-hmm. and more like our field research team kind yeah. of approach versus this anybody who has you know a hundred dollars to spare. Yeah, because I mean anyone can out. get a spirit box on Amazon. It's like yeah, and it, I've done these ghost tours. Yeah, you know I've done I've done the the stuff at, at Gettysburg where you know they either let you use equipment or bring your own equipment, and it's just a free for all. The ghosts know people are going there specifically for the ghosts. So that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, like they yeah. know the ghosts know what's up. Oh yeah, and also the people though they egg them on. Oh yeah, and it's like they're they're exhausting them. They Ghost are, adventurers. They're, they're they're sitting there and they're so excited mm. and they're like, oh, we're becoming friends and this lady's yeah. really talking to me and they just want to sit up there all day and like gossip with these spirits, and it does a really bad thing for the energy field mm-hmm. for one, but for another also that's such bullshit for the industry. Like, why is it like it just makes me so sick that it became an industry? Yeah, and well, I, I mean, think you that can people thank- who have these skills and these services to offer, mm-hmm. you know, they could really be doing a lot of good. And yeah. instead, they're all, they seem to be all out for themselves and for profit. And I look at it more as a, as a skill that I'm lucky enough to understand and embrace to help. Like, that's what yeah. I, I want to help people. I want to educate people. And then we can go for funsies from there. Yeah. But, like, the upfront stuff really needs to be dry and serious. And I and, just don't see enough of that. And I think a lot of that has to do specifically with Zach. Yeah. Because 
of how he is. And, you and he could, just dominated it, the yes. field. Because it, like, there was Ghost Adventures, there was, like, Scariest Places on Earth in the early 2000s. And oh, then yeah. in 2007, when the Ghost Adventures documentary came out, boom, he changed it. And it's like he changed the game to what we have now. And I mean, I do think, I do credit him with like sustaining paranormal reality television and kind of, re- but at the same time, I'm like, it needs to change again. I think it's slowly starting to change. Like we've talked about kindred spirits. I think that's starting there's, yeah. and I also think when like, you know. But it's on a swing. Like I yes. said before, human, you know, civilization is cyclic. So mm-hmm. we're going to go through this obnoxious phase. Then we're going to have the people who speak up and try to make it legit. And mm-hmm. then that's going to get boring and we're going to oh, go yeah. off the charts again. Like, oh, yeah. we're just we're so fucking humans like, are idiots. But with specifically with jo- Bob Mackey. So uh, they yeah. he, he paid like 100 people paid to investigate with him like early ghost adventures. But like they interviewed several people that were there. I, all of them had stuff follow them home. They had demonic oppressions and attachments. it takes advantage of these people it's yes like, and they and feel like, special if they yeah. more expensive of a thing mm-hmm. and they're like oh well, i ghost hunted with zach and it's like they think yeah look they, at the danger you were in but then the, yeah exactly and then shit follows them home yes. and whatever and and they all had experiences like that where like stuff followed them home stuff did that and then zach was talking about the the demonic cell phone network we want to push this stuff and you know it's mm. all out all over the place and it's just like you know, like our forefathers built the foundations mm-hmm. on so on occult shit. You know, like DC has all those Masonic symbols, and we were talking about Chicago and yeah, and all that in the beginning, and all that. You know, it ties back into this now modern day. You know, ghost hunting. You know, business trend basically, yeah. and it's just like everything that like we're built on. We follow. We we like both acknowledge these deep occult and spiritual. Mm-hmm entities and energies and at the same time we act like they don't we we refuse to believe in them acknowledge them so we just exploit them because it's part of our history but of course it's not actually a real thing it's just part of our history so we're gonna you Mm. know you know same thing they did to like the witch salem witch trials you know they took a a real small chunk of history because it was what like eight eight that whole but, like Salem and, is and they blew it up. Yes. Blew it up into this whole thing. Because paranormal tourism, I mean, you think of paranormal tourism, I'm thinking Salem. I'm thinking, you know, Eastern State. I'm thinking of all the places that like people Sarah go, Winchester House. Yes. Yes. Like Chernobyl. Vista, Chernobyl. Or like what Sleepy Hollow did when we went there, even Sleepy though it wasn't Hollow. a real Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they capitalize on it being that paranormal. That whole town it just their life is all about the headless horseman. Mm-hmm. So very cool cap- street signs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just capitalizing on, on, Oh yeah. On true, on, on real, I don't know how to phrase it, but they're capitalizing on like facts. Yeah. And it's just like sad. It's just it's really fucking sad to, you know, feel one mm-hmm. way about something that's being so exploited. Yeah. You know, it's and like, I mean, we don't have a voice yet. Yes. And ghost adventures is, like the infomercial for all this shit. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah. it is. You're laughing at it because no, it's, and then no, like it's people, a, it's. I'm laughing because it's a perfect description. Yeah, because yeah. it's like no, it's, they're it's, infomercials. For Zach Baggins it. is the Ron Popeil of the paranormal yes. world. Oh totally, totally, totally. Said it. So yeah. with that, do you have any um, plug your stuff? Yeah. So um, if you guys don't know by now, I'm Para Ann. That's um, there are two A's. So P A R A A. 
N-N-E. It's all one word. You can find me all over social media. I'm on the Facebooks. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on the YouTube. Um, definitely uh, find my events through Haven's Facebook mm-hmm. page. Uh, next one coming up, we are doing our And next- this will come out right before Christmas. Yeah, perfect. So... Wait, like after December 8th? Um, I got, next... let's see, it'll be December. Yeah, it'll be, just, it'll probably come out that week. Okay. Well, our next seance is going to be in December. Okay. So just keep an ear out for the exact date. Um, I and think we're, we're doing ghost, ex- and, like ghost hunt, or I should say, go- I hate ghost hunting because that sounds so bro Paranormal investigating, ethical paranormal investigating yeah. through Haven. Yes. I will be there. Yes. It'd be myself, Derek, and Linnea. Derek. We- Oh, shoot. <laughs> no, it's met, totally fine. You haven't met him yet, have you? I know, they, they know who I am. Well, my UFO is in the backyard. I know. Because I beam down from my UFO to do these. Yeah, like take your skin off so I can see like I your know. wonderful drag self. Ooh. Alien skin has to come off. Ooh, it's shiny. Yeah, that's how we, that's how we hang. All right, Skinless. so with that, you have any final thoughts, Noah? And thank you for, uh, for letting me park my UFO in your backyard. Yeah. I figured you would love it. It has graffiti on it. So with that, guys... Follow me on ZenobiDolanCreative.com, all that stuff. And yeah, like and subscribe everywhere. And I will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.